If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about if the new Spider-Man 2 story trailer is hot, if Insomniac making a third game is a good idea, and eight other burning PlayStation 5 questions. We'll have all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody. That's Blessing. That's Janet. I'm Greg, and you can get this show on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over there, you can watch us record it live, get it ad-free, and get dozens of monthly episodes of exclusive content. Shout out to RuleBreaker310, who is live right now on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, watching their first live episode of PSI Love You XOXO. Thank you for your support. If you have no bucks to support us, it's no big deal. You can help us out on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, or Fall Guys with the creator code KINDAFUNNY. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without the exclusive content over on YouTube.com slash games and podcast services around the globe extra special thanks to our patreon producer delaney twining today we're brought to you by honey better help and shady rays but let's start with a psn message from you janet bless we're all back together it's been a while how long Whoa. has it been it's too been long. so long okay too long. i feel like i haven't done a show with blessing in like janet and i did the venba episode last week which again was amazing so, so thank you so much abby who came in to give us a behind the scenes you know preview and it come like you know as janet said take our audience to work day that was fantastic and then we also did that week the week before is ps i love you that day it was a weird time thing right? oh yeah so you've been gone for two episodes bless and even before then and then it gets patchy of when janet was here. people are coming yep. and going all the time now yeah it's that time it's that season sitting down i was like man something feels not off but it feels like i'm a, a bit rusty sure. like just being in front of the ps i love you background i'm like oh yeah I guess. it's a good looking background yeah it's a really good looking background you know what i was thinking though like are we, are we ever going to make the time to add, you know, you got PSVR 1 up there. Are we ever going to add PSVR 2? Nobody will know the difference because nobody owns a PSVR 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 600,000 people do. Bless. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure 100,000 of them are listening to the show. Damn. They'll never complain. Well, they're yeah. listening. It They'll feels like it. 100,000 exactly. of them listening to the show. I think we should definitely add. <laughs> it does I mean, feel that way. <laughs> I, I'm not in charge of making... The, of doing the work that i'm now assigning but i do think sure. we should add it in there you know what i mean like because a lot of the playstation stuff looks the same like all the controllers look mostly the same and we have all those up there. don't do that to the dual sense do you want to this i is... mean is it not true you tell me i show you that sleeve after two drinks you're not gonna mix them up if i may if i can tell a quick story mm -hmm. i think I've, I've told it off camera i don't think i've ever told it on camera i don't think i've told oh. it to you guys I was wearing, uh, right now, if you're an audio listener, J Blessing is wearing the kind of funny PS I Love You XOXO PS I Love You Bomber Jacket. I don't know why I, I put a lot of words in there. It's the PS I Love You Bomber <laughs> Jacket that we sell over right now on kindoffunny.com slash old store. Remember, we have a new store that gets the seasonal drops. Right now, we're trying to clear out the old store. There's a lot of discounts and crazy stuff happening all the time. I, wore, I don't wear bomber jackets often. One day, though, it was chilly. I put it on. I wore it to the farmer's market. As I was getting my coffee at the coffee stand, the guy's like, 
oh man, that jacket's dope as hell. I was like, oh, thanks so much, man. Yeah. And like, I'm like, you know, I'm, it's, I'm with Ben and Jen and I'm doing, I'm like, oh, thanks so much. Like, yeah, I love all the different PlayStation controllers on the arm. And I was like, oh no, they're all the same. There's all the oh, thing. No. And I walked away. Oh, yeah, I remember like, you saying this. And I was like, God damn, I walked back. I'm like, you're 100% right. And like, I don't think you understand. I sell the fucking jacket. I did not realize that it was all four you going You never realized? Wait, why do you think there were four controllers? I just thought it was a style choice. <laughs> this shows my attention to detail. Different colors, this yeah. is the attention of detail in the clothes I wear, bless. I just throw it on. It's going to cover up my shame and I get outside to go. What we need to do is up, yeah, update this jacket and like use the second sleeves to, to add the dual sense because the dual sense isn't on here. Sure. So we need to get the dual sense. We dual need sense. to get the dual sense edge. We need to get the Project, Project Q Project Q on there. Yeah. And then the um the dual sense or the edge VR controllers. Okay. Yeah. That rounds okay. out to four. Wow. Yeah. That's a brand that's new so jacket. Many. That's a special go. edition jacket they you came up with. Andy Cortez. Well, Joey too. We gotta tell her and to Joey. do it. Yeah. I don't I don't know if the we'll see if the new store the new store can do anything from what I understand. So yeah. Yeah, I think huh. it's valuable. We can make it a limited item. Yeah, sure. We can only get it for two days. <laughs> We'll still end up with 500 copies of it. Uh, let's start with a PSN message from you. Of course, you can write in for free to be part of the show at kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. You can go there. You can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns, and, of course, your thought starter PSN questions like Jonathan Santos did. Jonathan writes in and says, what video game franchise would be cool to get as a trading card game? Ooh. Now, Blessing, this is right up your alley. You are currently obsessed again with Marvel Snap. I am, uh, and I'm also coming off of my re-obsession once again with Inscription, mm -hmm. and also I've, I've just been on a tabletop board game kick over the weekend. Me and my friends played this game called, um, no, it wasn't Yami. It was uh, my friends Sarah and Meg, uh, and we are playing, um, oh, what's the, the climate? <sighs> no, Change. Evolution Climate? I think it might be called Evolution Climate. It has a game, it has a name that doesn't sound like a name of a video game. It sounds like a unit in your social studies class, um, but... <laughs> I don't know why I bring it up because it's not even a card game, but I've just been back on my tabletop shit. <laughs> and so I'm in a card game mood. Uh, what video game franchise would be cool to get a trading card game? And, uh, I want to stop already. Yeah, when yeah. we say trading card game, are we talking about like a Marvel snap for like yeah. a video game thing? Are we allowed to go video games? Because, you know, trading cards, I'm not going to be able to fucking help you with. Like if you're talking about a real tabletop thing, but a video game, I can I can toss you some stuff on here. Yeah, I mean, I would think that you're translating a PlayStation game into a trading Great. card. Great, it's already been done. It was called Uncharted Fight for Fortune. Oh, you, would you bring, bring that back? Is that what you're doing? No. But remember <laughs> that that happened? Do you ever think that about how happen. insane that is? That I mean, they, I, they made I, an Uncharted Fight for Fortune collectible card game on Vita, and nobody gave a flying fuck about it, and then like, nobody not, nobody cared about an Uncharted trading card game on the Vita. Shocking. I nobody, know. <laughs> nobody. It didn't sell millions. I would do God of War. I think God of War would be the one that would make okay. the most sense. I think okay. you have so many characters coming off of God of War 2018 and Ragnarok. I think the all of like the lore and the fantasy settings and the abilities and like the different traits you can bring in make for so many diff different things you can do with like special effects and abilities for characters. Sure. Um, where like you know, trading card games often aren't just the characters, right? Like, of course, you'll have a Kratos card, you have an Atreus, you'll have uh, Brock and Sindri, maybe the same card, maybe different. Um, but you also have... Depends how you play it, at what angle and stuff. Yeah, maybe it's like Exodia, where you collect both of them in the same Just hand, like all of a sudden Exodia. you automatically win. You know you know what Exodia. Uh, I know uh, you were a big Exodia fan. Man, Exodia was my thing. I <laughs> what? Like that. And I threw it with the Bakugan. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, it, yeah, those are the same franchise. And so, 
But like with that, you know, I think it'd be cool too if it is you are collecting um, like your characters, Kratos or whatever, and then maybe you're also collecting weapons and you're combining different things. Sure. Because if it is, oh, I play my Kratos card, but then alongside that, I play Blades of Chaos to give Kratos extra power. Yeah, yeah. I think there's really cool and fun things you can do with that. Um, and yeah, like I think people would show up for that. I think the IP is, is is fun enough and popular enough to where with PlayStation's mobile stuff they got going on now, you put that out, out as a mobile game, as a Marvel Snap-like sure. casual thing, I think that'd be a hit. Janet, where would you go if you needed to make a PlayStation video game franchise and do a trading card game? I think I'd go to um, maybe Astrobot because you could just do so do much with different card packs. Yeah, because it's like you could have like different IP crossover things. It's sort of the IP catch all of PlayStation in a sense where you'll have, you know, the little like robots dresses, like all these different characters. So you could easily have that be integrated into the game. And then I feel like, too, there's in kind of true platforming fashion, there's a lot of biodiversity in the levels. So you could create, it depends on like how you want to do what is, I guess, a card game, right? Like yeah. if it's going to be more traditionally a competitive thing, or if it's going to be, um, I don't know, a layered with like environmental, it's been a while since I've played like some card games, um, like on tabletop or whatever. And sure. I've never played more snap, but you know, you can what? have like addition. Yeah. I, cause the thing is everyone's like, Oh, it's going to consume your life. I'm like, that sounds like a great thing I, to avoid. Like, why do I want to do that? I'm not going to serve me. Janet, yeah, if you haven't gotten into Marvel snap, let me see if I can tell you about DC heroes and villains on your mobile device. Now this is a game you can set your watch to. It's been on, like right? five minutes of mm -hmm. the podcast. Now, I, <laughs> you I, already I, got to DC. Hey man, I'm waiting for it to come to PlayStation. You no, I'm, I'm obsessed and I can't wait to play more of this match three game that they didn't sponsor me to talk about. But if they did, I would probably talk about it the same amount I do for free. Here's I think, you know, the catch all is a good move, Janet, when you're talking about uh, Astrobot, right? But I would go one step further and do what not the masses, but the dozens have been saying for all, it seems like a decade, maybe right around there and say, hey, PlayStation All-Stars mm -hmm. Battle Royale. I think it could mm -hmm. actually work, especially if you were just like, let's be completely devoid of originality and just copy Marvel snap. Cause then it would be what you're talking about. Right. Of like you have your hero cards and then you have locations from the games. Oh, so yeah. you're playing, you know, Hades drops from God of war. Right. And you are the underworld or whatever. And you're playing, you know, and everything there, every, yeah. if you play a God you can, of war, dude, you can have every realm from God of war be its own different thing with right? a different effect. And then, yeah, you know, same thing for like your ration clank, you know what I mean? Yeah, right? Like you, last plus you can go to Seattle, uncharted train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uncharted train. Like, yeah. There are, yeah, there are limitless things you can do with that. If you're going to do the Marvel Snap Rat and have locations, and I think that'd be fun. I think all the references would hit for people, and I think it reignites this love that you have uh, that we have for like PlayStation first party stuff. What I would love, what way. I would love about it, and that can be said obviously for any of the things we're pitching right now as a trading card game. But what I would love about it would be that it would be so less expensive to develop that you could really get into those weeds, and I really mm -hmm. feel like you could get better partnerships with third parties to be like, all right, cool, whatever, you know, it's like, you know. Uh, cloud right was never in uh, uh playstation Arsenal's battle royale you could do it here and you could have something and you could have him you could have a final fantasy location you could do all these things that i think even now it's far different than when it was playstation uh all-stars battle royale when they were making it but i feel like you could get weirder with it you could have way more cards so you could have way more characters so you could yeah. get really into the weeds of I have no idea what this card is referencing. You look it up and it's some random. It's Mr. Mosquito, right? It is some random ass. I think that's thing. an interesting way to flip this question of what is the most interesting genre for a PlayStation like all-stars type game where you're bringing in this big crossover sure. between all players. Definitely not characters. fighting game. Because we all, we like, I think the easy thing to jump to is fighting game because Super Smash Brothers yeah. did it so successfully and is probably going to be the most successful version of what that is. But does that work for PlayStation? With PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, 
it didn't really. I'm sure there's a version of that that does work, but also I think you could look to other genres. A card game would be really fun in the way that you're explaining it. I could be down for a cute kart racer. <laughs> that is, totally. yeah, like make all these cute, and maybe that's where Astrobot does come in, right? An Astrobot kart racer where you're choosing little all these characters. Karting. Yeah. You know, the kart racer that wasn't, but should have been and could have been. Yeah. I reviewed it and I love little uh, big planet and I love kart racers and I loved mod nation racers and that just wasn't it. It was too basic. It didn't do its thing, but there could be something there. Yeah. For a character based, whatever. But again, like what does PlayStation want to do with its library and its IP and all these different things? I don't think that's the move for them. You don't think sadly. So? No, I think something that is crossover would work for them because PlayStation, they're doing such a good job of reinforcing IP, right? Like that's been what the last, five to 10 years of PlayStation um, has been of let's grow up or not grow up. Let's grow into the, <laughs> grow up. <laughs> let's grow up also, but like let's grow these new IP. Let's um, put out horizon. Now we have multiple horizon games between a, a sequel, a VR game and up, upcoming multiplayer game, maybe yeah. multiple upcoming multiplayer games. You yeah. know, last was a similar thing of last is part two. Now let's do this. Um, uh, last is multiplayer game. Uncharted had a spin like, you know, we are they are doing such a good job of following up on these franchises that they've curated over the last few years. And I do think like a natural place to continue to 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 progress that would be a cool now let's build synergy. Like let's yeah, let's do like a game that unites all of it together so that people can identify that as the PlayStation family. I was just talking about a car racer. Yeah. That I don't think they would do a car racer. Oh, okay. And I feel like car racer is, and this is an insult I know to some of the properties you care about, is just such a end of the road it, it, nothing's going to be mario kart so you get all these kart racers that are the weird ones what was the one that just got announced oh the um it wasn't nickelodeon dreamworks, dreamworks. dreamworks. and it's like mm. such a catch-all for middling properties i feel like middling they don't have <laughs> wait, 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 wait. excuse me no, we're not gonna do that no one's gonna go buy the boss baby video <laughs> game with the five oh, i like shrek and i like this how to train your dragon now you shrek got this other really nickelodeon brawler coming out they're tossing goddamn garfield in there to fight shrek mondays is better than anything you ever have and ever will make, Greg. So I put some respect on Shrek. I'm not insulting Shrek. I'm you just, just saying. It feels like middling. Who else is? Yeah. Who else is carrying the DreamWorks banner out there? Poe from Kung Fu Panda. Hell yeah! People are clamoring yeah. for this kart racer with these idiots in it. How you ever play that Kung dragon? Fu Panda game? You're when you go all like there was you a good, know. Yeah, there there was was a good game I think the game will be mid. I just I don't see. I don't think the franchises in the game are middling though. They got Donkey in there. I know that's part of Shrek, but Donkey's my guy. I know, <laughs> Eddie I'm, aware, I'm aware you love Donkey. You oh, talk Donkey's about it every so time. You know Him I mean? and his dragon. Yeah. I just think uh, for it, mm -hmm. you, you said, you know, grow up and then you dial the back. But I do think PlayStation, <laughs> thinks, that, the PlayStation thinks of themselves as a grown up I, IP. Hub for sure. Now. And so I don't think taking a step backwards and putting all their the Ellie in a fucking cart is what they're saying. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's I could be proven wrong. I have time and time again. I think it like, would have to come in the way of a, an Astrobot, like where yeah. it is. Costumes. Right, put an Ellie wig on yep, Astrobot. Exactly. Yeah, just like little Hell yeah. 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 Put a, all the wigs on Astrobot, you know? It's like Astrobot can do anything and everything except have another game come out, um, apparently, <laughs> he will. which he will. is unfortunate. He'll be there. He'll be multiplayer. In the live chat, uh, in the final comment on this one, Brandon says Persona would be the best card game. It's practically Pokemon. Ooh, that'd that be would be good. pretty dope. That would be pretty dope. I'm surprised they There's haven't gotta done be some that. SMT card thing. Because they have like tarot card um, type stuff in Persona already. I feel like that'd be a slam dunk to make a Persona card game. Apparently there is, well, from pbandai.com. I don't know if this is an official site. Uh, there is an SMT card game. Okay. There you go. So there you go. There you go. Well, solved Brandon, it. they stole your idea. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. For topic of the show. As we covered at the top of the show, it's been a while since we were all together. 
And of course, we did the Abby interview for Venba, and we did that the week before it even went live, but then it posted on a Monday, but then you go back. We, I feel like news has actually happened for a change. Mm. There's actually a lot of PlayStation stuff for us to discuss, to go through, to, you know, to follow up. Of course, Games Daily was there for you with all of these news stories. We haven't sounded off on it. So originally, I was going to, you know, I wanted to go through and basically do uh, ups and downs. You familiar with this from what culture? No. One of my nemesis in the world is Simon Miller, and he's over at what culture? Is that your, he's are British. you related? He's British. No, we're like mirror images. You know okay. what I mean? We're like mirror images of ourselves. He we're really likes Xbox. Very in shape. Well, he's very uh, in shape. So there, I guess there. Okay. So we want to go that route of opposites. <laughs> he's very in shape. And, uh, but he does the thing for wrestling called ups and downs, where he just literally goes segment by segment and says it's good or it's bad, basically thumbs up or thumbs down. Mm. But then as I started writing out all the news I wanted your commentary on, I think it just becomes burning questions because I have questions about everything. And I want to start with perhaps the biggest news on the doc in terms of games and hype and fun. San Diego Comic-Con was last weekend. Uh, there was, of course, a Spider-Man 2 panel in Hall H. It had Brian on it. It had Mary Jane Watson herself, Laura Bailey on it. It had Yuri on it, Peter. It had Tony Todd Venom. They were there. Everybody's there. Miles is there. People are there. Art people are there. It's crazy. But during which they showed a new story trailer. I wanted us to watch it again here. If you're an audio listener, be chill. You're going to watch it with us. You're going to listen to it. I'm sure you've probably seen it. It's a minute and a half, and there's a lot of dialogue in there, and that'll set up things I want to talk about anyway. Hmm. But I want to watch it here and then talk about what this specific trailer did for your hype. Blessing Janet, me, Greg Miller, and Barrett Courtney, of course, you're always welcome. So, Barrett, play, play the video. What's happened in the last 10 years? It's a miracle I'm even sitting here now. I got a second chance, and I'm going to take advantage of that. But I need you with me, Pete. We're gonna heal the world. It's not Peter Parker. Don't, don't save it. All right, I want your commentary at the end. That was it. Uh, Who is that guy? Harry Osborn talking. If you didn't know, ladies, if you're an audio listener. Now, just stunning Guys, New York. City. This is my best friend, Harry. Hey, good to meet you. Good job, huh? Still gonna have time for tutoring? We figured out. I didn't know there were bears in these woods. Hey, MJ, I have another name for you. Craven. He's here on some kind of hunt. No, if you need me, I'm just a call away. Lee, you don't know what you took from me. All Miles talks about is how to be a better Spider-Man. How to help you. What the hell's going on with Pete? He's not himself. Go. Help him. This was our dream. I'm not going to lose him. We're going to kill the world. Blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. What does that trailer do for your hype level for Spider-Man 2? Uh, I really like that trailer. I, I would say that trailer gets me hyped for it. When I first watched it, I was, you know, my heart was beating. I was like, damn, all right, let's go. This is, this, this is exciting. Um, you know, like, I think getting, I think this trailer does a good thing, which is it has, like, subtle reveals, right? Like, even seeing things as simple as 
Miles with his mask off and seeing him rocking his new hairstyle or seeing what Harry, I keep wanting to say Harry Styles, Harry Osborne looks like <laughs> in this trailer, right? Like those are cool reveals, but especially getting Venom, being full Venom and seeing what that version looks like. Yeah. Really awesome. But then I think this trailer does another great thing, which is it gives you puzzle pieces to try and put together what different theories of what could be happening are. And, um, you know, briefly even looking online on Twitter and seeing other people react to it and putting different things together. It's been very fun to see. All right. So that initial initial reaction of okay harry osborne is venom but then also looking back and going yeah but what's venom's deal like is harry osborne venom is this like um a red herring sort of thing sure you know like i but before this trailer i had like the like the light running theory that venom in this game is just straight up going to be peter parker and he's going to go full venom yeah and there are parts of this trailer where i could see that being the case there's a part where mary jane is kind of hiding behind a corner and is like what's going on with peter and you see peter being you know, taken over by Venom, and it seems like he's going pretty evil in that moment. But then there's the, I think Bear was the one that pointed this out, and thanks Bear for bringing up the visual that I'm, I'm talking about, right, of like him landing there and turning Peter Young and the symbiote being, and she's scared of Spider-Man. Yeah. The symbiote, yeah. But then there's other parallels where in the beginning of the trailer, there's Harry Osborn saying we're yep. going to, I want to heal the world, and then at the end, or toward the end of the trailer, um, you hear Venom's voice saying, we're going to heal the world. You know, that would yeah. probably point to Harry Osborn being, being Venom as well. But I like that it's never Well, it's always an interesting thing, too, about the symbiote and, and symbiote whoever combines with become Venom, right? I, I think the symbiote has a little bit of a, a, a conscious and a legacy and a memory, right? So yeah. if it's with Harry for the conversation or Pete for the conversation, right, to then jump onto somebody else, he would still have that information. Yeah, kind of and I mean, on that same note, uh, I think it was Cameron Kennedy on Twitter that pointed out that when you look at Venom, the way his claws look and his teeth look and his size kind of reflects what lizard looks like as well. Mm. And like, if you see a side by side, like you look at Venom here, right? And yeah. then I know Bear right now is scrubbing to see where, Bear's, where lizard's Bear's at. Killing it, Bear. But you and Bear's absolutely killing it. But you compare those features, and it's like, oh yeah, I could see a scenario where maybe Venom takes over Lizard for a second and then gains those those features. Sure. Right there, you're saying? Yeah, right there. And so in the, in this scene, it looks like Peter's on top of Lizard fighting him at with the symbiote, and who knows how, how things go down in this scene. Maybe this is... Well, even here as you look... Well, like, well, no, go back. What's happening, right? Lizard is screaming. Yeah. Of course, sonic vibrations, the uh, one of the symbiote's weaknesses. So the argument would be here, yeah, maybe it screams the symbiote off of Peter onto itself there. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I love how much there is to dig in here, but at the same time, it... I still feel like there's so much to be known about what's going on in this game, and I absolutely love that. And so, yeah, this trailer got me really hyped. Janet, you agree? Yeah, this kind of highlights um, on a different angle for me some of the things that I really like about the Spider-Man franchise, like the modern Spider-Man franchise. Uh, definitely for the opening, I did have the same reaction Blessing had, um, which I think was inadvertently audible, but I was muted. So then I'm like, okay, good, because I was like, who are these two people? I'm like, I've never seen these men before in my <laughs> life. If you, if you like, if you played Spider-Man 2018 and then went in a coma and then woke up and saw this trailer, you'd be like, who the fuck are these people? Did they reboot Spider-Man <laughs> again? Game? Yeah, why'd they yeah. reboot it again? I mean, it is it's it just it's it's fine but it's just like who are these men and you know you move on from there and it's it's pretty much fine but it was a little bit of a like who's who are these people um the 10 years thing is interesting because i think it it's for me that reminded that comment reminded me of how long it hasn't been for me since my last spider-man adventure and me kind of again wishing that i had that i as a player felt a little bit more weight towards the idea of coming back and continuing um the festival scene where they're where it's miles talking to peter um i liked a lot because it reminded me of the sort of festival outside of the apartment yeah either after christmas or whatever miles morales, like the yeah. rally mm -hmm, and miles morales so i was like okay cool like i'm i would love to walk it's a, it's a little like 
dipping back into the same stuff, but I would love to walk around that area and hopefully get that sim vibe. There wasn't a lot of sim scenes in Miles Morales, but the ones that were, especially in the beginning, I think really helped create feeling life and character and color to who these people are and what city are you really fighting for. So I'm hoping to see more of that here. Um, and the scene with, um, I think it's Peter holding the little tray and he's like got a suit on. He's like, yeah. serve, he's probably his other job that they refer to. But uh, that I think scene it's actually him undercover. Me, yeah, I mean, yeah. That scene reminded of me of um, being snuck in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of Uncharted 4, actually, yeah. which got me really excited because I love that scene in Uncharted 4 where you're sort of the same deal. You're walking around, you got the tray, and then you're like breaking in and stealthing. And I also think for me that nods to a potential of additional gameplay that's also actually fun. Again, we always look back to 2018 and talk about, man, MJ stealth, that didn't hit. Maybe they can have some moments of mechanical deviation here that is still exciting, that then that's a little bit slower paced, but then ramps into the action and combat and um, kinetic movement that we know from the franchise. Yeah, I've seen Blossom point out, I just love the lighting of it. And that's I think, yeah, having Peter wander around as a waiter or whatever and us listening on conversations could be fun. Yeah, just get away from the stealthy parts that we didn't like about mm -hmm. MJ. I think that would go yeah. really far. And also no more 2D science missions. Oh, those, you didn't like doing those little two D puzzles. Listen, I have, I love puzzles, but <laughs> in the middle of my Spider Man game, I don't want to solve these two D fifteen <laughs> minutes into Spider Man one where you're doing that stuff. And hey man, you were you were accidentally building Doc Ock. That's that, kind of that, neat. I like that. That is kind of neat. That is, I I will give you that, but that music track will just give you oh, nightmares. Yeah, God, sure. one thousand percent. The two things I want to uh, jump in on that we've already kind of touched on was yeah. All right, so the rumors and you know the. Uh, the rumors and the theories on who Venom is going to be and what's going to actually be since it's not Eddie Brock. Uh, one, I saw one of the TikTokers I follow was uh, clipped out the part of the San Diego Comic-Con panel where Brian Intahar is showing off the statue. And it's, you know, the statue of Venom fighting both Spider-Man and uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man, right? And people are using that as proof that, that's, that Peter is in Venom. And, but it's, and it's like, well, how many people can be Venom? What's Venom going to do? What's he going to learn from a person he jumps onto and does stuff? But I was like... It's a bridge far. I don't, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure they'd be fine to publish a statue or whatever, even though you have to get to the point where Venom fights both Spider-Man. Uh, and then the other thing, yeah, is like I was not prepared. This game's going to be great. I can't wait. I legitimately am so, so excited for it. I was not mentally prepared for that opening scene mm -hmm. of, all right, they changed, they changed Peter. Yeah. Like, I always forget that they changed Peter and they changed him to such a generic looking Peter. And again, it's because I didn't spend, you know, I, I did however many hours in Spider-Man PS4 as that version of Peter Parker. So this guy's only popped up really in Miles Morales or a little bit of remastered when I played it, right? So he just doesn't feel like my Peter. But then to have him there next to, I think, an equally generic Harry Osborn. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, man. And then, Barrett, I sent into assets the two things. I also think, you know, it's PlayStation 5. Everything's got to look better. Yada, yada, yada. They did something to MJ, too. Mm -hmm. Where you talk about, like, waking up from a coma yeah. where I was like, okay, like, I look at, if you showed me that, sight unseen and we're like who is this that's mjn number one who i know really well from playing number one and then you showed me number two here from spider-man 2 if you showed me it with no context the second one if you want to jump or what i guess is the first one barrett but the the one the first one you showed is from <laughs> spider-man 2 show that spider-man 2 MJ. the hair down you, one well even her face though her face they just did tweaks and again i get it it's Years no, those later. aren't tweaks. I, That's a different person. I that like is a different person. I like her here more. But I mean, imagine like you're saying where you just show somebody who had played <laughs> Spider-Man PS4 fell into a coma and you showed them these two images. Like, I, I do what agree, the, Janet. Like, uncharted? Is it an Uncharted yeah. reboot? She looks less like a doll, uh, which I feel like the first one has the problem of like Mary Jane looks like. Oh, no. 
wrong, uh, wrong it, image there. Hold yeah. on. There we go. Like, there's just something less realistic. I feel about like about yeah, this it's also MJ. The, oh, about the old the one. Age. Yeah. yeah, the age or the age difference, too. Like, they added. A, I mean, you might not be wrong in that. Maybe her face is different enough that it could constitute, like, a new person. Like, not literally that she's a new person. You know, new like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. We understand. Model. We understand. Yes, a new, like, not literally, like, oh, MJ2. Uh, we just swiped her out. But I think the red hair is iconic enough that I see that. I immediately know it's MJ. Sure, but it's um, so weird to jump into a sequel. And be like, all right, none of these people look like who I know them to be. And I, I mean, mean they, they look up, like in suspension of disbelief in five hours. In, sure, and not sure. to mention fucking Spider-Man mask down looks great. You know what I mean? Like and Venom mm. looks great. Uh, I do think, you know, Miles still looks like Miles to me and he's got better hair. So yeah. awesome. You know, like, but yeah. it's just like, all right. <laughs> also, I really want to play those carnival games that are behind them in that scene. Are you going to use your spider skills riot. to cheat? Um, I don't know, but I would love if they gave me that option. Yeah, right. You know, like that would well, be power. so cool. Great power. So, yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I've heard. That's what the streets are saying. Uh, let's stay in our, you know, yay or nay here for Spider-Man 2 and talk about Spider-Man 2's faceplates and controller. Barrett, I got another YouTube link for you. Of course, also at Comic-Con, they debuted what will be the PlayStation 5 uh, faceplate and dual sense controller for Spider-Man 2. Uh, it is happening right now, and it's it's a lot of red, and it's a lot of tenderly black, and it's hentai, and it's venom, and it's this, and it's doing shocks, and it's going to be... What's it <laughs> There's a lot be? of editorialization there is, there going is. on here. With what the, Greg the, te- the tendrils are getting everywhere, every orifice, and then oh, here you go. Oh, God. You got it, and uh, it's this. Uh Janet, what do we think of this? Um, can I can I see from another angle? So it's a it's a black uh, cover where the black section is supposed to be the venom tendrils that then lead into the red for like those who are just audio listeners um, i would assume yeah, audio listeners if you didn't know imagine a, a vertical uh playstation 5 you're looking at the blue light uh yeah. lower right corner is the white spider logo and then yeah it's and it's red behind that but then yes you have the black tendrils creeping in from on top and the controller looks very similar with a black dual sense uh white spider in the center of the touchpad and then yes the tendrils creeping over to the red on the right side of the controller by the sacred symbols and uh, white uh, for the button. White for face the buttons, yeah. Symbols, yeah. Because it does look a lot like the uh, dual sense. Uh, no, dual shock four we saw right for uh, yeah. uh, PlayStation four version of Spider Man in that collector's edition. This is solid. It's tough to. Uh, I think it's it's interesting. It's pros. It's con, right? Because it it doesn't take the web iconography, so like that's a little bit less interesting. But also, I think if they made it just all webbed, it'd look kind of ugly. Um, so I like that it sort of has a little bit of a blend of everything. I also like that they're doing face plates. Yeah. You know, I think there's there can be a place for a special edition console, but at the same time, like I just know if they came out with the console version, I'd be like, why aren't these face plates? So frankly, like I hope they just do face plates. Um, I think that's a great way to go. It can be fun to mix and match if you end up collecting a lot of them. So I'm happy they're taking this route with it. Um, it's solid. It I feel like it could be a little more interesting, but I think it, it conveys what the game is about and it doesn't look too boring. Like it's it, it also doesn't look too loud. So I think it honestly hits a pretty good sweet spot. I'd I'd be I find it hard to imagine a better looking thing for this game, especially without having, you know, played the game. But I think it's good job. I like it. I don't hate it. love it or hate it. I, I think that the, obviously it's a fine line to walk, you know, whatever some person likes, somebody per- not going to like. I loved the PS4 Spider-Man edition, right? That was just mm-hmm. that beautiful red PS4 with the white spider on top of it. I thought that was choice. I loved that. That became my main unit. I never loved the controller. I never thought they nailed that part of it, the red one with the white buttons and whatever. My hope for this was going to be that, yeah, you would get, and I understand, like, let me express it, and then we can get back to why, why I bothered me. But I was hoping it would just be the symbiote or Venom logo on a black PlayStation 5. 
Like I thought that would look mm. dope, right? In terms of it. Now, yeah. again, if I want that that bad, you can buy a Venom, a symbiote logo, or symbiote logo, or a Venom <laughs> logo, and paste it onto a black face plate you buy from anywhere. So I understand, like you need the the, the thought to go above and beyond and do something different. But for me, with it down in the corner stuff, I would rather just be this giant pow, like, you know, awesome logo right there. And so I look at them and neither of them are like, oh, yeah, I got to go get those. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm somebody who really I, I love the, co- the color combination of red and black. Like, it's like my favorite color combo. If I'm making a car, I'm wearing something, it right now. You know, I'm, I'm wearing it right now. Yeah, um, I love those two things together. But for some reason, when I look at this console, and I look at that controller, something about it doesn't hit me. And maybe it is just the fact that I, you know what? I think it might be that it's a bit over-designed for my eyes, where mm. I, I, what, do I want that in my living room, like, for a year, for multiple years? Do yeah, I want yeah, that yeah. sitting there clashing with everything else that I got there? Like, it reminds me of... Hey, how cohesive is your living room? And not even that like, cohesive, you know, but, like, the way I... mean, are you <laughs> operating at a high level? Let's be honest. I, I am I've not, never been there. Is I am home right now, have him take some photos of the living room. <laughs> it's just all yeah, Andy let, let me find out it's just, like, random statues of garbage, it is, which I mean, is fine. No, that is that my living room. My living room is random statues of garbage and, like, anime posters and Michael Hyams' anime pillows. But, like, you know i that would stand out that ps5 would stand out so hard in a way that i don't know like i guess it just i i don't it's not anime it, enough but it's not yeah it's not it's not it's not anime enough it almost <laughs> takes me back to this is gonna sound like an insult i promise it, i i don't want to make that extreme of a comparison but what comes to mind is the n64 uh, Pikachu version, like the Hey You Pikachu yeah, yeah, yeah. NC4 that my cousin had growing up, where I'll go over to his house and every time I'm um, hanging out, you mean it's awesome? Like, is that it, what it, the comparison? As a child, the Hey You Pikachu N64, even though it's dumb that it adds a chunk to the console. As a child, um, it was cool as cool. hell, but as an I ain't, I'm not rocking that shit as an adult. Like, if, if I, I would buy my kid the Spider Man uh, two PS5 if I had a child, but as an adult, I don't, I don't know if I want this one in my in my <laughs> in my house. I wouldn't buy my kid this just because I think it builds character to be deprived of a couple things that you might want, you know? Yeah, this like, is the Hey You Pikachu N64. For me with yeah, the Hey You like, Pikachu, it, it just always made it seem like a toy. If uh, it is sense. a toy. I know. <laughs> I'm aware. I get, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's These not. These are all toys. It's made okay, for kids. Anyway. I get it. You know what I mean? It was just that thing of it'll never happen. Uh, made for kids and the kids at heart, okay? That thing looks cool. It is Again, it is dumb that it extends the machine with essentially a hunk of plastic. And like, I don't think that would hit today because it's so impractical sure. of a build. Um, and it's a very like of that era build. Yeah. But I think for of that era, like, I'm, I'm it more goes talking, for it. I'm more so talking about just how loud the PS5 uh, Spider-Man 2 con- console is. And I, that's my only, that's my visually only thing. Loud. Visu- visually loud. loud. Do I think it's too loud? Is that what you said? No, so you, yeah. So I'm oh, you think it's yeah. too, like, I, too I, much I, on. Yes. Yeah. Really? And I think that's just, half of it. Be, like, what do you think of the yeah. PS4 Spider-Man special edition? With just the solid red and white. Well, what's loud about the PS5 thing, I think, is just all the tendrils and, and the design part of it, right? Like, it's not the, it's not the colors necessarily, because, yes, the PS4 one is completely red with that white spider logo. But I think it's just designed a bit cleaner in a way where this PS5 is just has a it's lot two going things. on. Yeah, It's both yeah. the black and the red, right? Like, it's not just one. Yeah. It, 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 I'd rather it be all black with the white logo or all red with the white logo. I think the PS4 mm-hmm. looked good for... The, because it was like a different kind of console you know what i mean like both in design sure. like kind of the, the more glossy finish to it and also the fact that like you get the spider-man ps4 ps4 and that is just the ps4 you have like that it's oh it's i mean you can have multiple ps4s right like you did but like for here especially with it being a faceplate yeah i wanted to have i feel like it would be so whack if it was just red with the spider logo in the middle i'd be like okay been there done that like 
it doesn't invoke any creativity towards the game or like just kind of a more intriguing design like it's a little bit too it's playing it too safe to me so i'd rather like a a a more dedicated gaudy uh experimental plate that i might not like than a safe plate that maybe i don't know is a little bit more yeah. palatable janet i, have I think, question I think their plates have been too palatable lately like have you seen like we talked about that with like on kfgd or y'all did i don't remember if i was on with the lebron one where it's like i mean they didn't go for it what the like, fuck make it ugly. What, what is this this is the lebron plate playstation sent it to us yesterday yeah, that's literally what i was talking about i gave right? it to like, mike but i regifted it and took it back i'm like wait hold on a second i need it for the show <laughs> playstation sent these to us and i'm of the same variety with this one where again i'm not a lebron guy so like or an nba sure. guy so it's like whatever mm-hmm. but like i want it i look at this one for the lebron one and i say i want more graffiti on it if you're gonna exactly. go if you're gonna write on stuff like this i want the entire thing covered and i think that's why i honestly like the controller more than i like the faceplate there's too much negative space on the faceplate but the controller saying chosen ones build up uplift empower i promise all these i guess very famous lebron quotes that i'm not familiar with I go with that one. I go that way. I like. I, I like. Sure, if I had to, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick up either of them. But that's the same thing. It's a lack of commitment. It's fear of isolating the masses. But what is the fear? This is like for such a niche. Like people that are out here collecting faceplates, like like fucking Pokemon sp- cards. Sp- sp- aren't gonna, sp- you know a, what I mean? A Spider-Man two faceplate isn't for a niche though, right? Like sure. that is that is going. That's that is, one that's going to sell. That's going well. to sell incredibly well. Like I feel like that is one where if you're gonna play a bit more I guarantee more you, palatable. most people buying PS, most people that are gonna play this game do not even know you can take the faceplates off. Sure. I mean, Ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, but the like, <laughs> if you're gonna sell a faceplate, like a the, the highest selling version of a faceplate is gonna be a fi- is gonna be the Spider Man one. Like that's more so where I'm coming from. Where hey, faceplates are this cool thing that you have as PlayStation that you're that you want to push, right? At least for the but audience. If that's that true. Wants they're it. gonna buy it no matter what. You know? Do you think someone yeah, who wants like, it enough that they don't get it, or is gonna be like, I don't know? If I yeah, like but if if you if people are gonna buy it no matter what, why not make it more palatable? Like why not speak to more of the masses and like say save like this. But if they're gonna buy it no matter what, you don't have to. You could just do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm see, like I'm somebody who would be in the market for a uh, Spider-Man Two faceplate. I don't want this one. Like, if but you, you're not, because you're not gonna buy it. No matter because, what, which is yeah, fine. because you don't the, have to because buy the design it, but... isn't there for me. Like, if, that's that's what I'm saying. If the design was more palatable, I would show up for it. Like, I would buy a Spider-Man Two faceplate. I don't know if I want to buy this one. You're gonna do my idea. I think these then? designs get the, get the black plate and get the white logo. You're actually, I'm, I you see my that, Ghostbusters one out there. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I actually have been wanting to get like the, a black faceplate and just fill it with stickers. I did. I have the. Yeah, I have the. I have the my my unit out there for work is the black faceplate with just a Ghostbuster sticker I bought in the center of it. Question from the peanut gallery: Do you think PlayStation would try to push this even more and maybe have it in front of uh, more people's eyes that like, yeah, you can change out the faceplates by like having this kind of stuff like at Target like on their own? Do they not? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if they do. Fa- like, Who that, target, that what you have right there of the LeBron one, right? Like, is that only something you can get from the PlayStation Store, or can I go to a Target and pick that? The up, LeBron you know? one, I believe, is a limited time thing. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I would expect that the Spider-Man Two. It's, on, it's definitely on the PlayStation Direct here. Yeah, I'm looking up. I'd be surprised if the PlayStation. And like, was that the same thing for the Spider-Man PS4 Pro? Like, was that only something you could get through PlayStation itself? Could I get it at other places? Chat, let me um, know. Fans in yeah, select markets I'm, will be able to pre-order the accessories exclusively through direct.playstation.com. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. yeah, so there you go. People aren't buying this no matter what, so because it's only on one place. But yeah, I mean, I think the tough thing with these is it feels like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because it's like y'all are like, oh, the LeBron one's not flashy enough. Now this one's too flashy. Just 
Yeah, just put, do, do it yourself. Just make your own. Point. You know? Make your own. I, just, I just don't like all own. the tendrils. <laughs> Speaking of making your own, Greg, we yep. have one final kind of Spider-Man related question for y'all. Are three games in development at Insomniac too much? We go to Andy Robinson at VGC for just part of his article. Uh, that's according to a live stream held by the Full Sail University last September, which is now being circulated on social media. In the stream, project director Aaron Eberhardt uh, claimed that they were helming a unannounced project at Insomniac. Uh, Aaron previously worked on PlayStation Now and Sony Interactive Entertainment, as well as Blizzard's eSports initiative. Quote, this is actually my first AAA game project now. I'm the project director here at Insomniac, I'm putting that in parentheses, on an unannounced project, uh, she said on the stream. I'm very excited to actually be making the games now. Uh, Aaron joined Insomniac just before the studio began advertising for a multiplayer project. So we have Spider-Man 2, obviously imminently releasing, Wolverine, and then this unannounced third uh, game that we can read into the tea leaves as a multiplayer game. Janet, is it good news or bad news that Insomniac's working on three games at once? Um, I think it's it. That's such a loaded question. It is. I think it's. I think it's impossible to to answer that with even any semblance of accuracy without knowing like what their workflow has been up until this point. Um, knowing the actual honest opinion of the workers, which is so hard to get because wh- how would you get? You know what I mean? Like that's such hard information to parse out. Um. I think really only they know that. I definitely look at Insomniac and I do feel concern for um, how much they're pushing. Uh, more so, so, more so from a worker standpoint than from a um, product standpoint, because I think they've proven time and time again that they can make fantastic games. And I think our complaint against Insomniac of always being an eight or nine, never being a ten, is not one that is automatically fixable through pure workflow like i don't think that's why they haven't hit that i think they haven't hit that because very few studios ever hit that that is the highest threshold of caliber game you can create and i think the fact that the conversation for insomniac is when are they going to make an absolute masterpiece is something that most studios also don't even get to have that conversation about so i think obviously their output is incredible in terms of quality there's always concern for me for the work side of things and i know there's been articles written of like actually like it was totally good. We like were felt great making it. But also, you know, I think it's it is really tough to have a good work setting at any workplace, let alone something as difficult as game development. But again, having all these things in the in the oven or in the fire at once doesn't necessarily mean oh, we're like we're working on them in the exact same like capacity or sure. multitude or whatever. Like these could be like we're working on this project and we're like sto- in a storyboard phase or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Again, of course. I can give more example. I can give more specific examples without having done a project at that scale or seeing you know what that behind the scenes scope looks like. Um, you talk about it. I'm not surprised like, to hear it though. We can't you know? know. There's no way to know. Obviously, if it's good or bad. I, I Insomniac and especially modern Insomniac has given me no reason to doubt them. So the fact that they're doing another game that Aaron's working on this thing, we assume it's going to be multiplayer. Of course, does that play into PlayStation's live service thing? You know, then Tim, on when we talked about this on Games Daily, was like, well, maybe they were forced to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's really how we're... All that aside, Insomniac's given me no reason to doubt them and what they're doing now. So I'm excited to find out what this is. I don't think it's bad news. Yeah, for me, this strikes me similar as the conversation that people have, or lately have this popping up on social media about game engines and like, oh man, this studio's working with an outdated game engine and is like are they like do you know and also like aren't these just tools and like you know do we know what the workflow is like i go over to the wikipedia for insomniac and according to wikipedia they have 400 400 plus employees in two studios yeah north carolina and burbank yeah and it's like 
you know people have made games with one person like they have 400 people yeah. working on these on these games i'm sure that they're over there they have an idea of what that allocation looks like for who is assigned to Ted what price and, sees all he's not letting anything happen exactly i think the the um the real question would be what is the third game that they're working on right and like yeah if it's multiplayer does that feed into their strengths and is this a thing they want to do because like i mean i didn't i didn't get to listen to the conversation with tim but like i would gotcha. think the same thing too of all right is this like a thing coming down from playstation of hey make a multiplayer game and, right, and does insomniac have that in them right like do they what does an insomniac multiplayer game look look like Use. god no, <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> hey man ea fucked that up on them, all right ea noted them to death and ruined everything i'm sure yeah somebody at insomniac is like man i'm really passionate about fuse i want to bring that i think back. on one side of that though bless like like the idea of and we don't know for sure because it's just kind of like the tea leaves right of aaron hired for that project it's like well maybe if they didn't have that already in house they like went to go get it you know which can be fun. I, like I, think be, I think both could be true yeah yeah and i mean, like okay like, we have and obviously they have the skill to make to make a multiplayer game yeah. whether or not it's going to be playing towards strengths and sensibilities is and to be clear, like we know until the doc drops later you know we know they've, they've hired from multiplayer like those those yeah. job postings have posted so or yeah and so you can assume that they're growing for that and accounting for that and like they're doing their best to account for that but i'm still of the mind that like you know insomniac has a great track record but also so many studios have had a great track record for making dope games and then pivoting right like we've seen it a lot over at bethesda of arcane is a very talented studio they made redfall you know sure. like um uh the wolfenstein studio is very machine game is very talented they made wolfenstein youngblood right but that is very talented they made Fallout 76 you know just because you're a talented and consistent studio doesn't mean that a big pivot isn't gonna make you stumble because wow like making a multiplayer game turns out is very different from making something that you're traditionally known for and something that you're that you already have the workflow for um you know i could be down for uh, I think I did listen to this part of your conversation because I think Ratchet. Oh, so now the story changes how much you listen to me. Because <laughs> I think I, I want to say y'all brought up Ratchet. And I want to say maybe this is a Twitter clip I saw. But um, a Ratchet deadlocked 2 one is not going to happen, but would speak to me. <laughs> I'd be so down for a Ratchet deadlocked 2 of like an arena based Ratchet game that is built for a multiplayer type thing. Yeah. I think that could be really fun. Um, a Spider Man multiplayer game. That's what I was talking about. Could be really interesting Tim and re shoot me down. I'm like, shut up, Timmy, idiot. I think there, there's fun things you could do that, especially if you pivot from this is in a different universe. We are doing a Spider-Verse type game yeah. that, that, you know, leans into Spider-Gwen and these other different Spider um, characters. I think that could be fun or just something brand new from Insomniac because Insomniac is a very versatile studio that like very versatile. we forget about. You know, they made VR games. They, they made did. like hella different games. They made fucking Song of the Deep and you should all go play it even though it doesn't have a platinum. Yeah, maybe it's a Song of the Deep type game. Don't even get also, me started. Also, wasn't that a GameStop exclusive? It was, yeah. That was yeah. when they were trying to publish video games. Yeah, they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It had a really cool Funko Pop as well. I did it, play it. It had a lot of merch. Good. A lot of merch. Yeah, yeah like this could, be a, this could be a lot of things. I would bet based on the job postings that it's a multiplayer thing. I just hope that it's a good multiplayer thing. I hope it's a good multiplayer thing. Just like Kind of Funny is a good podcast thing if you like what we do over here at kind of funny remember you should go to patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you could watch us record the show live a day before post anywhere else you could get it ad free you could be part of the show you could be a patreon producer get your name read you could get more than 300 exclusive episodes of content that are only available on patreon.com slash kind of funny and of course you get exclusive merch and let me tell you joey just showed me next month's t-shirt Oh, oh yeah, that's the one. I'm gonna wear the oh. shit out of that. Uh, but for now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, let me remind you: Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny is all about giving you the show without any ads, especially 
when you're not supposed to curse before the ad, so you have to pad it out to get the curse you accidentally said away from the ad like I am. But here they are. Here are the ads. This episode is brought to you by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Did you know it only takes a few seconds to get it? That means if you go to add it to your laptop or iPhone right now, you could be done before this ad read is even over. And you know what else works fast? Honey's deal finding abilities. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. When you check out, the Honey button appears. All you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons can find for that and then if it finds a working coupon you will find the prices drop we've saved thousands of dollars thanks to honey buying costumes props tech over the years honestly not using honey is just silly honey doesn't just work on desktop it works on your iphone too just activate it on safari on your phone and you get to save on the go getting honey seriously only takes a few seconds and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny this episode's brought to you by shady rays take on the sun with gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures just like mike likes them shady rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked and every purchase supports the shady rays impact program which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life from childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions exclusively for y'all listening right now shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people Again, that's shadyrace.com. Use code kinda funny. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all know life can be hard. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know from experience how often it just seems easier to care about others and keep it moving. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. For more balance with BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash kind of funny today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kind of funny betterhelp.com slash kind of funny. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> Nailed it. Crushed it. Barry loved it. All right. My next question is honestly pretty much just for Janet. Janet, the other one of the other big news items that's happened since we were all together was Armored Core 6 previews have gone up. Mm. And a young boy named Blessing Adeoye Jr. played it and filed this TikTok. Bandai Namco Fumiyatu, an Armored Core 6 event, and it was insane. It took place in a hangar in Southern California where the From Software team gave us a presentation and let us get our hands on the game for over four hours. I'm obsessed with it. The combat is fun as hell. This might not be Souls-like, but it definitely has that From Software touch when it comes to enemies and bosses. I'm an Armored Core newcomer, but the controls were intuitive, the gameplay was fast and frenetic, and the customization options are deep. This demo turned me into a believer. I need this new Armored Core game ASAP. Playing the game was just the beginning though. Next up, they took me on a helicopter ride over Anaheim. To close out the event, we got to experience a real life mech destroy a car. We also got turns piloting the mech, but I missed my turn because I was too busy playing Armored Core. I got so hooked piloting a virtual mech that I missed out on piloting a real one. Check out our YouTube for more Armored Core 6 talk. For now, let me tell you that Bandai Namco Fumiyatu and Armored Core. Blessing mm -hmm. talks about it in there. He's hooked. He can't wait to play more. This went to the top of his list. Where are you with Armored Core 6? I will definitely be check. Well, actually, I'm like, did I even set things up to have me check this out? <laughs> game out? I don't remember. Um, I will be playing it. I will be trying it. I do not have high hopes for liking it. I just don't think it's probably my kind of game. And I'm not going to lie, Bless. I played, what was that? Uh, I played Exoprimal. And that yeah. shit did not hit. And that's the last game you're like, you know what? I came off the break. I'm like, you know what? I'm not saying that I like, I'm not a believer anymore. I'm still going to follow you to the ends of the earth, but not going to lie. Like you, you know, you're, you're working against yourself here. I'm like, I, I would never well, have not every not recommendation for, yeah, for every all, person. I wouldn't, if you asked me, well, I just mean, I just mean, I just mean like, okay, that's, that's one negative. Maybe if you asked me, if Janet Garcia, I'm a little shaken. If you asked me if Janet Garcia would have liked Exoprimal, I would have told you no. <laughs> I feel like I did ask you that because I was oh, the one you were talking to. But, um, well, do well, I like Armored Core? Let's just skip the middleman. Uh, I don't know if I would see Armored Core as your type of game, if I'm being mm -hmm, honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I just don't know. I mean, I think the mech customization stuff looks really fun because I get a kick out of that. Um, I think this could go either way for me just because I have no idea what it plays like and what, you know, how I might gravitate towards it. Um, it's, What's the word assuring that Blessing says, like, as a newcomer, he can pick it up, but, like, I'm not Blessing necessarily. I don't sure. know to what degree I'm going to feel that same way. Um, but obviously, like, it's good news, like, to hear that, like, Blessing enjoyed this game after not, not not being hot on it, but kind of 
going in and being like, oh, now I'm really excited about it. Um, and this also makes me nervous for Fancy Critic. So there you go. There's a lot of uh, things in the in the ether, but I'll check it out and, and give it a shot and see. It could surprise me. There's a lot of games that I don't expect to like that I end up gravitating towards. Yeah. This could easily be one, but it could also easily not be that. So I'm I'm kind of the same of where I was with like okay, okay. A, a little more optimism just based on on the positive previews that have come out, not just from Blessing, but kind of across the industry. Coming off of the previews and watching more of the footage, I had done the SGF presentation uh, behind closed doors. And then, yeah, getting to hear you talk about stuff like I this did move my hype up where I'm like, I fully intend to get this. I fully intend to play. I, if I was a betting man, I'm going to play a handful of missions and have mm-hmm. a fine time, but then something else comes up and I, I never come back. Yeah. That would be my guess, but I'm hoping I get in there and really fall in love with the customization and needing different loadouts for different missions. Similar to like you brought up uh, a peace Walker or even a metal gear solid five, right? Of like, okay, cool. I'm doing a very specific kind of mission. What is my loadout to be? Okay. I've run into a boss. that's tough. What do I need to flip to, to go after That sounds fun. I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the gameplay loop is there that's going to get people in for that exact thing of, oh, I want more credits so I can buy more parts. All right, what are, what are the right parts to take into this mission? Let me go. In, let me use this, go into the mission, fail, change up my parts, do it again. All right, cool. I got it. I, I got it this time, right? And that yeah. gameplay, loop, gameplay loop, I think, is is a fun one. And yeah, like I think that's the, um, you know, this comes back to the question that you asked on KFG about, is this going to be like a Final Fantasy 16, right? Where like Final Fantasy 16 did open itself up i think for more for more people to get into it because they switched off of um turn-based gameplay they did a bunch of things to make it more <laughs> janet's trying to escape <laughs> <laughs> they did a bunch of things to, uh, to make final fantasy 16 speak more to the mainstream right i don't know if i would say armored core 6 is the same thing like armored core 6 still feels like a hardcore mech action game and it feels like a hardcore from software action game and i for think sure that's going to speak loudly to the audience that's going to that, that's going to speak to it. I think more people are going to get into it because from software is very good at action, but yeah, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's going to speak necessarily to every single person. And so I'm curious to see if like if you get into it, Greg. Yeah. I'll be surprised to see Janet get into it, but I think there's a chance there. Damn. Um, but, but <laughs> I, I know it's like, not personal, but it felt personal, you know what I mean? You're yeah. not wrong, but, but that's it's more like, so damn, like I, I mean, wish I was different. In know? my in my preview of Armored Core, I would also I like at nowhere would I say everybody's going to love Armored Core. But sure. I I really enjoyed it for my preview, and I think the people that are looking forward to it already, that are like excited for this type of game, are are excited for it. And so, well, speaking of being excited for a new game, the other thing we have not fucking talked about on PSI Love You XOXO because we haven't been together is the fact that we're getting a Patapon spiritual successor from the original team. I'm gonna read from Andy Robinson's VGC report. Uh, Ratatan is being developed for unspecified platforms by the Patapon creator. Uh, I'm sorry, by the Patapon creator orig- and original Patapon musician. The game will be crowdfunded via Kickstarter uh, with the campaign due to start July 31st. Originally released for the PSP handheld in 2007, Patapon is a rhythm-based 2D platform slash action game uh, in which players command an army of cute anthropomorphic eyeballs known as Patapons that can be commanded to move forward, attack, defend, and retreat by using a sequence of drum beats. There's so much more you could do with these guys. He's not even talking about miracles, but it doesn't matter. Uh, miracles. Few details. Yeah, uh, I know. Are Jesus? <laughs> pretty much. You're the god. Uh, uh were revealed during its Bit Summit panel, uh, but the game's developers told VGC in a private meeting ahead of the reveal that the game would include roguelike elements and multiplayer for up to four players. Quote, the three main game concepts are over 100 cute characters fighting it out on screen, four, multi- four player simultaneous battles, and more adventure and roguelike elements than Patapon had. My question for you guys, 
is quite simple. I, of course, am the world's biggest Pat Upon fan. I've eaten well getting my, you know, my re-releases here, my HD versions of them. I was happy to have Pat Upon back. Obviously, I am stoked for this. Does it do anything for either of you? Blessing, do you care about Ratatan? Not at all. Are you going to try it? No. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Come on. I don't even know what this is coming to. <laughs> Can I play this on again? We don't know yet. We don't know. Okay. There's a Kickstarter happening on the 31st. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Janet, are you going to care? No. Tasteless swine. Both of you. Both of you. I went to grab my copy of Patapon. Love it. Which I got, again, uh, this is like just the, the Rex Kid, which I played this because Greg loves this game. Thank and you. I was like, you know what? It's not even that I think it's like bad or anything. I feel like I'm bad at it. Sure. Um, rhythm games, it's kind of like hot and cold with me. Like sometimes I can figure it out, but I'm not the most like rhythmically inclined person. I'm like pretty stiff, riddled with anxiety and thoughts. It really comes through in all the music I play. Um, so that's something I'm facing every time I step to the piano. And I don't think I want to face it when I step to my PSP. So that's why I didn't spend a lot of time with Pat Upon. And I don't think I'm going to pit this up because it's like, the the inspired by the game I didn't like before Fair. from also Kickstarter. It's like you know what you got a lot of you got a lot of dings against you. I, I gotta I gotta be honest. I don't think I'm hitting this up. Um, things could change. I don't think they will. But also, who knows when this comes out? Maybe I'll be like you know what. Maybe I'll be a different person then. You, you know, guys always I'll like to say you, you, you always like to say you want new IP and you want to support independent developers. These people came out and you just all you're, you're just excited about your Call of Duties. That's both of you. Your Call of Duties. Duties. I'm sorry. I mean, Nicki Minaj is coming to Call of Duty, so from from the makers of via Kickstarter, I'm not gonna lie, it's a tough sell for me. It is interesting a Kickstarter in this day and age. In the Lord's year of 2023, a Kickstarter, it's like, oh man, who did they think they're bloodstained ritual of the night? Like, what's going on here? That was what fucking 20. (laughs) They think they're right. What's the name of the mighty number nine? (laughs) What is this? There are great games that get produced through that. It's just, I think, for every there's been it's so and even kickstarter aside in general when there's we're making the same thing and it's us but it's technically not the same thing i'm always like i don't know about that and i kind of approach with pretty intense caution i mean we talked about my perspective on that with like cocoon where i feel like i you know i played that and i was kind of blown away by it even though it also had the from some of the people that made inside and i'm like okay but like what are y'all making and i'm like oh no this should this should hit so I don't know, maybe Ratatata or whatever it is, Tan, whatever it's called, Rat-a-tan. will end up hitting Ratatan. 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 Logo looks suspiciously like Patapon. And all the characters, too. And you have to wonder how cool PlayStation will be with that. You have to wonder if it ceases to coming. I was like, this could be place. Well, because it mentions um, the battles and stuff. The like, this could be PlayStation's next uh, multiplayer. There you go, game. live service. We'll have to wait and there see. There you go. Uh, before we move on to the next Greg. question, uh, I did t- uh, Slack Bear, and I was like, you know what? Do we have that provided by PlayStation graphic? I guess technically when I showed these things, which I said were provided by PlayStation for review, the LeBron things. I want to make sure mm. in case the FTC is coming for us. You know what I mean? I don't need to go to court with mm-hmm. Phil Spencer. He's been there enough. <laughs> <laughs> Your next question comes from the Project Q leak. Of course, Jordan Midler had it up on VGC. Several images of PlayStation's upcoming Project Q handheld have appeared online. The image were initially posted to Imager, then later circulated on social media. They show the handheld as well as internal components of the machine. Uh, it points out that it, might, it appears to be Android-based, yada, yada, yada. Barrett, can you roll the video that's in here and stuff? Because I just want to know, Janet, what's your first impression of looking at a hand on the actual Project Q and not just some um, JPEG of it? It's... 
it's big it looks a little bit awkward it looks very the whole image looks very fake that doesn't mean it won't work well or be fun but this remains a tough aesthetic sell yeah Uh, the back looks a lot better than the (laughs) top experience of it um and as someone that just got a steam deck and i've played the steam deck before it's like sometimes a beefy boy can still get the job done so it's like maybe this isn't too bad like the steam deck's not the most the buttons feel amazing but it's not a very ergonomic machine unless you're a giant which i am not um yeah i think, well, I think I, we can come on and say it i think the steam deck is ugly and i love my steam deck i you? love my steam deck how dare you but i think yeah, it's ugly it, too much bezel around like, the screen it's just a big old chunky chunk this it's I think real, looks uh, when you're talking about looking like good. Me, I think the Project you. Q looks good in this video. Really, I, I like my I feel big like it guy. Still looks ugly. I see. I'm kind of the opposite from Janet, where like I'm, from the front, I'm like, okay, it looks fine. It was when they turn it around that like I chuckle <laughs> because it just looks like a very long PS5 controller. Yeah. Like Barry, can you bring up the video again where they turn it around? It it <laughs> it looks like I don't know, like the the Dual Sense Centipede situation. Or, like, this is um, a long ass PS5 controller. Sure, but look at that <laughs> sexy remember, screen. Y'all remember Executor? That no. oh yeah like where his neck is where his really neck, long yeah the alolan one that's yeah. kind of like that from the back but i feel like the back makes the back is more cohesive than the front is the thing for me mm-hmm. like the front it really does look like i stapled my it's the, the, god video, bless them the dual sense is great i just need a fucking screen in the center of it they did it i'm excited this, for this video looks a lot like you know when you go to the 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 phone store and they have like the phones like set up and everything it looks like someone like ripped one of those off and then just kind of did some weird like do you think frankenstein if, technological because uh, like the the border around the screen right is obviously uh, uh black the which, like yeah we're, which is what we see with like the switch and uh, the steam deck if it was white more cohesive with the rest of the controller would do you think that would help i think that'd be distracting to the help. visual of it right like think about any tv you have and i shouldn't say any but most tvs you have right. or screens you have right that you have that black bezel around it which yeah. i assume is from years of Focus testing and yeah. whatever eye strain shit that I wouldn't think about. Yeah, I would think that maybe like maybe as an off thing you'd look at it and be like, oh yeah, sure. Because well, what about even the Rog Ally or ROG Ally? I think that has it? a bezel. A black but is, bezel. is it black or yeah? I, I, I think anything has a black. The bezel. more I see and think about the Project Q, the more excited I get as I sit there on my my backbone, which I still love, and my Steam Deck, which I still love. But that guy with the big screen, I'm all set. Let's go. Yeah, Jim, it's you interesting that it's um, interesting that it uh, runs Android, which makes me wonder if you can. You know, PlayStation, stop listening. Makes me wonder if you can hack that thing and play some Android games on it. Sure, yeah. Um, also interesting that it's touchscreen. Yeah. What's, yeah. That, what's that about? Little things like volume and junk there, I guess. Yeah. Now touchscreens have come down right in price, I guess. that's And I guess it's also like that's just like what modern technology is. As long yeah. as it's not yeah. back touch. You know, my, as long as I don't got to do some My conspiracy shit like theory, that. that's probably wrong. PlayStation, they sold those PlayStation classics a while ago. Yeah. And I'm sure plenty of people hacked those, put on ROMs, did a bunch of stuff, spent yeah. a bunch of things with those. Allegedly. I'm sure, I'm allegedly, and I'm sure that made up for maybe a percentage of sales there. I wonder if this is a double dip. Hey, give people a re- remote play device, but also something that they can fucking just, just hack into and do whatever they want. Because if I, if I can find somebody who knows somebody that could allegedly turn my <laughs> Project Q, actually, let me stop talking. Let me stop talking. I, the thing that's weird <laughs> about it is like you think of something like the Nintendo Switch that I have in my hand, yeah. um, despite it being up on a PlayStation podcast, I am able to hold this and just not burn my skin. Um, sure. It'd be like, imagine if this had the like the bottom halves cut off, like and I'm sure ergonomically weight wise, it runs a little bit better and that it has like the backing of what is a traditional um, kind of dual sense build. But it looks like what the like, it's like what the it's like the idea for the backbone, but done like very 
literally. Yeah. Like, in a way that I don't love. And maybe the feel will, like, hit enough that the aesthetics don't really matter. My hope really would be that, right? Because when I use... Looks. When I use the Steam Deck, I don't like the sticks on it. I don't like this. I don't like how the height of the sticks. I don't like how they feel. Oh, okay. And I so like then, that. like whenever I'm when I use you know my Switch for a long time, I'd rather use the the what did they call it? The, the it used to be the fixture. Is it still? Is it now the, the fixture, fixture S? Yeah, fixture, the fixture S one, right? That we all use. I like having a pro controller. So just the idea of taking the meatiness of the dual sense and extending it out like fucking weirdo yeah. like like in Beetlejuice, like extending it out like this. I feel like the weight distribution is going to be nice on that. I don't think it's going to be. I think it should be comfortable as hell. It's a but again, how would I know? Because PlayStation won't let me be the first one to use it. Instead, you got this guy at a hotel bedroom. You know what I mean? What's he doing with it in this hotel bed? First of all. Why is it not me in a hotel bed with the Project Q? His name is Jim Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And he just wants to play some Project Q while he's away out on vacation. This is your chance, PlayStation. You still have it. There hasn't been an official reveal yet, PlayStation. Why not, Greg? You know? Why not, Greg? One of my biggest fears is playing my Steam Deck in bed and dropping it on my face. Sure. Because <laughs> I'm sure that that'll so you, turn me into a different person. you play it that person. way, though? Yeah. Like, you... I'm laying in bed. I don't have... That's impressive arm strength. I don't well, have no, like my, energy to my be able to do My arms are kind of, like, resting. Like, it's like a leverage situation where my arms... Like, I have a pillow on my back, too. So I'm, like, resting on the... Firewall Ultra has <laughs> a release date since we were together. Uh, this uh, PlayStation VR 2 title is coming August 24th. There's a trailer to run. And the question here is quite simple. Janet, will this get you to strap a PlayStation VR 2 back to your head? Uh, no, I'm just not a big shooty shoot person. Yeah. VR aside, I'm just not like, I don't even know if I can tell you a game that I like that you would categorize as a shooter other than Splatoon. So yeah. I just think it's not really my jam. Maybe I would, it's again, kind of thing that maybe I try it for the culture just to double check, but nah, I'm not going to. Which back is why you wouldn't like Exoprimal. <laughs> I feel like a mech is different than you. a gun, though. Like, I have things that have guns all the time, but, like, only gun? Like, gun is main thing? That's, like, Gun is main thing. thing. Blessing, here, here are, are you excited for this? Thing. That's different. Totally. We, uh, we loved fire, Firewall Zero Hour back yeah. in the day. Kind of funny. Uh, I'm personally not excited. I think it's going to come out and be good. Yeah. Um, I still, like, I wish it had that accessory, the light gun yeah, accessory yeah. thing, because that was so strong for Firewall. I did a whole run of this on Games Daily when we talked about this release date of, like, going into Etsy and looking at buying a yeah. you know, 3D printed stock to put my uh, controllers in there, yada, yada, yada. Um, but even then, like, one, it's a very busy time in August. I don't think that's a good You and I went and played it. Yeah. And I think that's what's interesting about it for me is, like, I feel like I, with VR2, God bless it, you if you're into it and it's your jam. I've just been so underwhelmed by the entire run of it that even going and playing this, it was like, okay, yeah, this was fun, but it is still just Firewall Zero. It looks better and there's a number of improvements and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, but it's still, I remember when I was playing, like, wait, are these the same maps? And like, well, some of them are altered from the first game because 10 years or five years or whatever's passed in the world. And it's like, all right, I get it, but it wasn't screaming like it's a brand new experience. It strikes me as like, I'm going to make you bring in your VR and I'm going to do like a stream with Kevin about it. And then yeah. like, I doubt I come back to it. Yeah. And the other thing too, is I'm also, I am a shooty shooty person sometimes. And I like rainbow six siege for that. And even playing this, I, if I had the choice of booting up rainbow six siege or playing this, I'll probably boot up rainbow six siege, right? Like the yeah. VR is a novelty, but it doesn't bring enough to make me go. Yeah. Let me bust out my VR device. Then hop into this world with three other friends and, and, and do it that way. Um, but I think it's, I mean, from playing it though, it seems like a good game. It seems like a good sure. competent shooter. Yeah, I know for sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm not trying to take anything away from uh, the game itself. Yeah. I, I did enjoy it, but it, you know, I, I know it's a tired thing and everybody hates me for it, but it, 
falls back into my Dave and Buster's thing. I'm just like, okay. Like, I, I definitely don't see me wanting to prestige or level up and yeah. get every gun or everything for it. So it's like, what's the point of it? We'll see. We'll wait and see. Uh, the next question I have for you is, are you going to watch? And again, this is what I want your, how, see where you've come down on this blessing out of your junior, but mainly Janet, are you going to watch twisted metal on Peacock? Of course uh, it is out today, July 27th uh, reviews came up this week. <laughs> when we, it's out today. Yeah. July 27th Peacock. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I'm looking over right now at rotten tomatoes and I can't open it because of how rotten tomatoes is loading for some reason. But okay. It, so it's not just me. I've not been able to open up rotten tomatoes for a week. I don't know what that's all about. Rotten tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. The, the Google preview says 70%. When we when we did had the initial reviews, it had a sixty four percent, and Matt Fowler at IGN gave it an eight out of ten, saying Twisted Metal is absurd and hilarious in exactly the ways you want a dystopian cannonball run to be. Yes, it matches the game's crude humor, but mostly it springboards from there and creates its own dark and warped wastelands sensibilities. During the backstretch of the season, there's a little bit. Okay, yeah, 68 on the tomato meter, a 90 from the audience. Uh, a little joke fatigue, but the, de- the demented tapestry presented here, grown from the seeds of the games and expanded into something uh, workable as an ongoing series, is delightful. Janet, are you going to watch Twisted Metal? No, absolutely not. This sounds like it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even from the positive review, it sounds like it sucks. Like the, the joke fatigue part, like a, an immature joke that gets run into the ground for on Peacock? I'm good. Well, Someone, a lot of peacock. people. All right, there's a lot of great content of, at Peacock. A lot of people that, a lot of people that I really like would have that. I, not even that I really like. A lot of people that I think have really good taste in TV would have to be like, this is really good. Sure. Like I haven't even watched um fucking what's that show where it's like <laughs> no, but I mean, you can name a lot of shows and I haven't watched them. No, the one with um uh this isn't a peacock thing, but the fucking Severance. I haven't watched oh, Severance. You think I'm gonna Severance take time to watch? So good. I know. You can watch Severance. So, exactly. So like, I have so much good shit. Why would I? I'm kind of like with TV and movies. I'm kind of like how some people are with games, where they're like, "Oh, I'm only fucking playing the bangers." Like I play like four bangers a year, and I'm good. I'm not like in the weeds, which is fine and valid. But that's me with TV. Like I'm not hitting up. With some exceptions, like I did watch like The Floor is Lava on Netflix, but I'm pretty sure The Floor is Lava on Netflix is better than Twisted Metal on Peacock. I'm gonna throw it out there. Wow. So now I'm watch it. That's messed up. What about y'all? I mean, I view it as a floor is lava situation where I'm. I, I think I'm gonna watch. So this you're gonna show. get high and watch this. That's what you're. Gonna... No, I don't. I don't get high, but like I, I I'm gonna watch this as a junk food situation, right? I'm like, not sober watching the floor. There's a. <laughs> yeah, I mean, floor is yeah. lava. Oh, hell yeah! Man. Audience score is fifty percent. Here's the thing. You look get up, in the right mood, and look, the floor is lava. Hits look up Secret Invasion. Time. What's Secret Invasion doing around Tomatoes right now? Because like, what from what I've heard. Sounds like Twisted Metal is way better than Secret Invasion. Yeah, fifty-six. I will say though, I will say though, I always show up for Marvel. Like I'll, I'm, I'm like into that with like my community. But you want for PlayStation? You want for I Anthony mean, Mackie? He when he's so in Marvel, Marvel Jones, I'm up friend there. of the show. I'm hanging out. I'm hanging out. Yeah, but like um, I'm treating this as a laid-back comedy. Laid-back, I guess in the in the way of. Like I'm not watching. I'm this not. Doesn't need your whole attention. Yeah, it doesn't need yeah. my whole attention. I'm not watching this for like the way that people rep- rep- um, recommend something like Severance or something like The Bear, sure. where it is. Oh damn, I'm watching this because I'm about to watch some like you know some like real art. Sure. Like whatever. <laughs> not that Twisted Metal isn't art because it is, but like I'm going into it just to have fun and have this laid back junk food experience. And these reviews do make me excited that oh I might get something out of here. Right. It's the same way that I watched so much Arrowverse. I watched the first. I guess I was gonna say the first few seasons of Arrow. Really, I watched like the first five or six seasons of Arrow. Yeah. I watched so many seasons of Flash, and like if you if I, I season one of Flash is awesome. Season one Flash is good, and when I came out of it, you know I don't come out of those seasons being like 
Emmys, where are you at? Like, <laughs> these guys need a trophy. That's not how I'm coming out of those shows. But I'm having a good time, right? Like, it's something to watch. It's cool. So I'm put. I'm going into Twisted Metal with that mindset. I enjoy it. See, uh, and again, remember, I hosted the premiere of Twisted Metal at Comic-Con. So, like, take my opinion with a grain of salt if you want. Like I said when we talked about it, I warmed up to it. I thought at first it was like, oh, man, the CG's bad. Oh, man, these jokes are... Ugh. But then you get to, oh, this is the world they're establishing. Oh, okay. And then I liked Nev Campbell's performance at the end, and I liked Anthony Mackie's performance by the end. And for me, it is it is a complete junk food thing of like, yeah, I'd have, like, I never have stuff on the back when I play games. I guess maybe in the future with Diablo, I'd cross that threshold of I need something to do. I do watch stuff while I do dishes, and I've been telling Barrett, he refuses to believe it. But this Modern Family show, it turns out, it's pretty good. But I'm Wait, going through that. You're watching Modern Family? <laughs> okay, also, how far in are Less you? Less weird than done. Suits, though. <laughs> No, I, I'm not done I guess, with Modern yeah. Family yet because yeah. I hit oh, spoilers for the future. There's oh, like I, the last it, two seasons. They don't. Get, they don't. They don't stick the landing on the. It, you know, it's hard to do a sitcom good all the way through, but it's such a good show. For yeah, well, I can, I watched enough clips of Modern Family on TikTok that I was like, God yeah, damn, this show is fucking been seeing brilliant. So, I've been seeing so many clips of Modern. Have are, you now? Have you? Did they just it, add though? it to Netflix? No, it's been. It's in Hulu. It's on Peacock. It, it's probably a lot of places. Cause like yeah, I well then your friend hosts Hulu. a show on Peacock, so it'd be great if everybody went to Peacock and watched. This is awesome. There's a do you have to Look, pay for man. Peacock? Is it, yeah, you yeah. gotta pay for Peacock. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. Uh, is Look, <laughs> ask guys, you know what? Ask guys. I, ask guys <laughs> to get Peacock because I'm not paying for anything. Like, there's this resurgence though. I'm not paying for anything. I pay for Spotify. That's it. There's a resurgence of Modern Family that I, I really want to know where it comes from because yeah, I saw it. I've been seeing what? it on my research. It's a great show. Oh, it's an amazing show. I know it's good. It was one. I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah. It's the whole thing is, oh my God. <laughs> uh, are you calling Sophia? No. Yeah. Hey, Isaiah, this is Greg Miller. You're on PS. I love you. How are you? Oh, how's it going? Going, doing good. Good. I was just here to tell you the good news that Peacock's a great service and I have a show on it called WWE. This is awesome. And there's also a show that's lesser known, but also good called modern family on it. And then Janet's too shy, but for her birthday this year or Christmas, if that's closer, she would really appreciate if you got birthday. a Peacock subscription so she can watch some Twisted Metal and then maybe a little This Is Awesome catch up on uh, Modern Family, you know? Twisted Metal with uh, MCU star Anthony Mackie? And wing star Thomas Hayden Church. That's right. It's available See, right now on like Peacock. All, all 10 episodes are up right now. Oh, my God. Greg, thank you so much for this news. Hey, man, I'm happy. I'm going through my phone book calling everybody, so I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Bye. This show is so fucking stupid. Uh, your next question. Why the fuck are they giving away dreams now? Uh, PlayStation Plus essentials for August have been announced. Uh, the PlayStation Plus monthly games for August include PGA Tour 2K23, Death's Door, which I know Barrett adores, and Dreams. Which is on Death's Door. They... they yeah, but you closed down. You know, but no one's supporting dreams anymore. Like, why? Why did you put it on? Why did you put it? Why did you put it on PlayStation Plus a long time ago and try to get more people in there to more people to use it to do the goddamn thing? Blessing. Because we have. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> fine. No, Janet, go. If you're hot, go. I, I was gonna say because we've been asking for them to put dreams on PS Plus for forever, and they were like, uh, 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 you never said when. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it, PlayStation, Dang. you got me again. I keep falling for it. But blessing, what's the actual reason? No, I think you nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I, I honestly don't know the actual reason. Like, I, it, yeah, it baffles me that they're putting it now, putting it on now as the servers for it are going to close soon. At least for like updates, updates you can still use it and play it, right? Is yeah, exactly. But putting it on PS Plus, I think would have been 
a shot in the arm, right? Maybe not the shot in the arm, but it would have helped a lot for getting a player base in there, allowing them to play Dreams, right? Giving more people access to these tools and hopefully beefing up the amount of content that you have in the game. This would have been brilliant two years ago, but doing it now, I think it's just wild. I think it's, 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 it's random and it's cool that people have it now. Like if you, if, if you haven't played Dreams, download Dreams once this comes to PS Plus and check... I, just browse and check out different things because there are so many excellent creations and dreams that are worth trying out. But so yeah. to be clear, just so we're making sure, like what's going to happen is Media Molecule will discontinue live support for dreams after yes. September 1st. Yeah. As The yes. Verge points out, dreams isn't shutting down entirely, so players will still be able to create things like this rendering of an mm -hmm. English breakfast that is so realistic it actually makes it look appetizing. But there won't be any more updates to the game, nor will Media Molecule continue to host community-centered events like Dreamscom or the Impy Awards. Yeah. And that's more of it. To me personally, mm -hmm. that I, there could be the argument. Well, first off, there's the argument for PlayStation of like, it's fucking done. Who cares? Put it out. Nobody's going to buy it. Mm -hmm. Secondly, the, the other argument I guess would be, hey, it's the complete version of the game. It is still there. Da -da. But like when you end service for a game that has been getting supported as well as Media Molecule has been doing, as cool as the Impy Awards were, and, you know, disclosure, we voted in them for multiple years. And then, of course, as cool as DreamCon, like. Why wouldn't you want when that shit was happening? People were popping off and there was a community that was vibrant and growing and doing stuff. Why wouldn't you want more people in then? Yeah. I feel like this would have been the last ditch effort. Maybe like maybe maybe you could have done this late last year, right? Where I'm sure I don't I mean I, I would yeah, I, give them a year at least of like, hey, if you want to be part of this community, yeah. we know we're winding down. There is no Hail Mary plan we're putting in to, you know, do this. Yeah. I, I wonder know, if man. it was just weird. to like to your first um like potential rationale, Greg. I want. I feel like it probably is that, right? Where it's well, if we put it here, no one's now. No one's gonna buy it, even though, like, again, kind of like the the debate with the faceplates. I feel like the people who weren't gonna buy dreams were just never, never gonna, gonna buy, buy dreams. No. I could. I could, I swear to God, I feel like Last of Us Three could come out in dreams exclusively, Oof. and some of those people would still be like, "I'm not gonna buy it." Again, a little dramatic, but that's just the sentiment I got. Like, I would talk to a lot of people, and they're like, "It seems cool," but like. I just don't want to buy it. I mean, it was your, one of those games. To and, your point, Janet, yeah. like the, on uh, PlayStation Twitter today, they tweeted out like, hey, you can play this game called Trend, which is Media Molecule's latest latest yeah. game, which is available in Dreams once that comes to PS Plus. And yeah, like literally Media Molecule released a new game in Dreams and people still didn't buy it. And so you're exactly right with that. Yeah. Sad. So I guess this is just like, all right, well, let's just put it out there now because now definitely no one's going to buy it since it's like, so ending support of the service again it's not shut down but it's like now's not the time to get in on it so they're like whoever wanted to come in i guess you could just come through it's like it's like when you're moving and you're like just take whatever's not bolted down it was not like, a I box need, right now it's up i need this. it cleared out so can you just just let anybody in here it doesn't matter the final piece of news i think you need to be kept abreast of PlayStation 5 has surpassed 40 million in sales. This is Jim Ryan in a press release we launched PlayStation 5 in November 2020 and the world was in a strange and different place yeah. Then when we announced the console in 2019, despite the unprecedented challenges of COVID, our teams and our partners worked diligently to deliver PlayStation 5 on time. We continue to face headwinds with the pandemic, and it took months for supply chains to normalize so we could have the inventory to keep up with demand. For more months than I care to remember, we kept thanking our community for their patience while working through these issues. But now, PS5 supply is well stocked, and we are seeing that pent-up demand finally being met. With the support of PlayStation fans, we have reached the milestone of 40 million PlayStation 5 consoles sold through to gamers since launch. Thank you so much to our community of gamers. Without you, this would have been an impossible task. Blessing.
Correct. Will the PlayStation 5 outsell PlayStation 4? Yeah. Which right now is at 117.2 million sold. Yes. Excellent. Thank you very much. Janet, do you agree? Yes. I agree as well. Good. This was an easy one. Yeah. I mean, unless Finally. the only thing that will stop it. No, no, be- no. We agree. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that will stop it would be if they just if they release the PS6 early for some sure weird reason. I kind of agree with that, like as well. You know, I think there's always the possibility solely because the PS4 was so massively successful, combined with the fact that um, it stayed around so right long. now are really yeah, <laughs> yes, it stayed around a long time. And economically, like this is definitely not the best patch of time. But that happens a lot in like if you grab a five to ten chunk year, unfortunately, like kind of window of time. So. I don't remember if we hit any of those kind of rough patches during the PS4 era because they all blend together. Um, so I could see that kind of presenting some issues for some people. But I think also we're just about to enter that era where like the PS5 becomes um, more of a, I guess, more appealing for people that maybe are still playing on their PS4, where like some of those experiences are going to be only PS5 things combined with having the stuff out there. I think it's the perfect time for people to move over if they've been sort of waiting or not able to buy it yet bear what do you got from you you're you're standing up i did uh some research just because i wanted to see like what the ps4 was on track after three years as well um and so that was uh fall 2013 so the closest data i have would be june 30th 2016 the ps4 had sold 43.5 million units and then by january 1st 2017 which is the other closest uh figure it was 53.4 million so even with the pandemic and the kind of um uh the shortage yeah the shortage uh over the last couple of years like it's behind a little bit, but not much. Yeah. So. IGN reports in their thought talk about it, right? The PS5 reached 40 million at a slightly slower rate than its predecessor. PS4 hit 40 million two months earlier in its life cycle. And the PS5 is currently tracking around a million consoles behind in terms of sell through. PlayStation 4 remains the fastest selling PlayStation ever. However, PS5 has enjoyed a strong sales performance in 2023 so far, buoyed by record-breaking shipments and a wave of pent-up demand for the previously hard-to-buy console. Sony has sold over 9 million PS5s in the first half of 2023, 30% better than peak PS4 comparative performance last generation. So I do think it is this, as Jim points out in his letter, and I can call him Jim. Yeah. He says, of course, that it's, you know, the supply chain's caught up and like now you're able to meet that demand. Can I, can I make an argument? I'd love to hear. I, I don't necessarily yeah. believe. I might not, not believe shit, it, but I, it. I think this might make for an interesting conversation that'll go against what we, all, all we just said. We should make um, shorter episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> that's you. You said that. Of course, PS4, Xbox One generation, PS4 was killing it, right? You had exclusive after exclusive. You had Xbox One slipping up during the beginning of its launch. And, like, you know, that essentially teeing up um, PlayStation for the alley-oop. You had multiple Spider-Man. No, you had one Spider-Man game come out for PS4. Uh, and, like, an establishment of here's what the PlayStation first-party suite looks like, let alone all these other things that went right for PS4 during that era. Right now, we're in the PS5 era. And... Things are going good, right? Like you're seeing that kind of continue on. We're on our second Spider-Man game of the, the the gen already, and so you already have that first party output doing its thing. We, as we're approaching this transition, and the transition might be too strong a word, as we're approaching this, I guess, little bit of shift in strategy for PlayStation as they've been putting out more or teeing up more multiplayer ongoing games. Do you think that there's a possibility where you see less of the straight up First uh, or uh, single player, first party, Last of Us Rising, like getting that flow going one after the other, seeing more multiplayer games kind of eat into that, along with 
Xbox finally getting their shit together and putting out a Starfield game that could be incredible. And maybe those dominoes finally <laughs> falling, right? And finally lining up. Is there a chance that with all that said, and also Call of Duty being more of an Xbox-centered thing, right? Likely being on Game Pass, all yeah. probably maybe having exclusive content, yada, yada, yada. Is there a chance that PlayStation slows down in the second half of the generation and you see Xbox start to kind of bite into that pie and maybe slow down the growth and sales of PS5 to where PS5 maybe doesn't even catch up to PS4? Yeah, of course that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. I think that's the big fear with the live service push, right? Of like, is that what the PlayStation audience wants? You know, to bring up Tim's comment on the Insomniac game that appears to be multiplayer, right? Are they forcing their studios to do stuff they don't want to do necessarily? Or is this a big initiative? Uh, you know, you have Wolverine. You assume you have another ghost coming. You have whatever Sony Ben's going for. But if PlayStation does, as they appear to be, take this gamble on live service. And again, I think there's that chance that, hey, listen, we've brought in Haven. We've brought in uh, yeah, the other studio, the Scott Lowe studio. You know what I'm thinking? Oh, a Firewalk? Yes. Or yeah. Fire Sprite? No, no, no. <laughs> Aloy, Aloy drinks Sprite, so it's okay, not Okay, yeah, Firewalk. Firewalk, we brought in, and like you're bringing in other studios and other partners, uh, Arrowhead with Helldivers 2, mm -hmm. to make those live service games. You leave your first party there to make the cool first party uh, single-player games that they want to make, then maybe, it, you know, it isn't the sky's falling, everything's fine. But then if, if it turns out the other way of, no, no, they are making all these things, and you're going to have to like live services, then, yeah, that's a huge problem for PlayStation Possibly. These are all possible problems. Mm -hmm. Right, Janet? Sure. We'll just see what Thank happens. You. I think Thank it'll be you. fine. I'm not too... I'd be surprised if that came to fruition, especially in this generation. I feel like that stuff takes a while to finish baking. We'll, we'll see. Mm -hmm. What has finished baking are the PlayStation picks, right, Blessing? That is right. The drop this week looks like this. We got Mr. Run and Jump for PS5 and PS4, Can't Remnant wait. 2, uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for PC, Double Dragon Gaiden, Rise of the Dragons, uh, The Expanse, a Telltale series, and then The Room VR, a Dark Matter for PSVR 2. Fucking Ratchet and Clank on PC. Yeah? What, once again, these fucking PC people. All right? What is you it? Know what I mean? Because they're, they're all a bunch of ants without a queen. Because it comes out, and then I f hear from so many people, it's a great port. And then I feel, hear from so many other people, it's bad, and it chugs, and it doesn't run. And it's all these ants running in different directions. They don't know what the fuck they're doing because they're leaderless. Because everybody, ha every one of these fucking ants has a different configuration for their stupid fucking PC. I've seen mostly and that's why things. I come in, and I just go, get out of here, you fucking ants. You know what I mean? I don't want them. I don't want the ants. I just want consoles. We don't need the PCs to do this, do we, ants? Now fucking figure it out. Clip off your antenna and be people. You ants, Need to become people. I, I think the ration stuff on PC has been fine for the most part. I'm just I'm on TikTok. I'm like, oh, look at the frames I'm getting. Oh my god, I have a GPU twenty five thousand. Whatever. I'm like, shut up. I saw like the argument of like people being like, well, if it runs off off like if it runs not on an SSD, then it was, has PlayStation blind to us. Like I've been seeing that conversation. But then Digital Foundry did a pretty cool thing where they took um, like a literal, I believe, a literal PS4 hard drive and then like had that in a PC configuration at minimum settings and try to run Ratchet. Turns out, did not run. <laughs> and so, they're right on. Like, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, apparently it's not going to work on a base PS4. And so, I thought that was neat. But, and also apparently it's Steam Deck verified. And so, that's pretty cool for me. Cause Very I cool. Steam Deck. Yeah. I love my beefy boy. Greg? Yeah. Which picked to play on PlayStation? I've been playing this PC game on Steam Deck, but it's redacted, so I can't talk about that. Mm. Um, so then for PlayStation, what I've really been playing would uh, uh, be Diablo. Uh, so obsessed with Diablo. Uh, Jen and I started season one. Uh, you know, I was... I didn't question it. Like, I understood. I've played Diablo. I know running different characters. I know there was for a lot of the new players that... Uh, 
bristling of like, oh man, having to roll a new character for this season. Is that going to be cool? Is that going to suck? I'm really enjoying it. I'm running a sorcerer. I've been running a, a rogue before. So getting new powers there has been great. Uh, I like working on the battle pass. I like having that stuff, but I'm still dipping back into my uh, main character uh, on the eternal realm that I've had forever. And, you know, me and Joey are planning to stream to go to the next world tier and yada, yada, yada. But I can't get enough fucking Diablo. It's that game that I play and I, it's, I'm playing. It's, like, this is so good. And again, like it's not, you know, Naughty Dog storytelling good, right? But it's just that moment to moment, the feel, the ding, the XP, the Paragon points. Like, I'm just having so much fun playing it. Yeah. Uh, for me, Street Fighter Six is what Diablo is for you. Gotcha. Where I'm, I just can't get enough of it. I keep on playing it, and I'm just there in there for the ranked matches and trying to get a couple of my different characters up, right? Like, right now, Luke is still my main, and Luke is in Platinum, and I'm having a great time just getting in there and just getting on losing streaks because I play <laughs> <laughs> it, it like what I've realized with Street Fighter 6 which is really wonderful is that it is uh, my success in the game is very much determined by what time I'm playing if I get home and boot up Street Fighter 6 like fr get home from work it is going to be a bad time because usually I'm tired because it's the end of the day or whatever and so yeah. I'm just not on it whereas like if I'm playing like if I happen to get to my desk, right, when it's one PM and I happen to not be on a show on a day and I start playing ranked matches, I'm destroying people. Because apparently at one PM that's my peak. that's my peak. That's when I'm the most awake, that's when I'm the most aware. And I'm just destroying people at my desk. And then I'll hear the knock at like the kind of funny front door of like somebody has a package and I'm not even thinking about it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm ignoring that shit. Cool, Greg, go ahead and fuck it. Like, cool, cool, somebody else will get that shit. I'm in the middle of a match right now. Um and so I'm just I've, I'm still having so much fun with Street Fighter Six, and um, I can't wait for. Um, well, actually, Rashid's already here. Rashid is a new character who I want to try out. He's uh, he's been in previous games, but he has like this uh, wind ability. Like he'll like summon a tornado and throw it at you, and he plays pretty differently from like a lot of the characters that are in the game right now. So I want to I want to see more about that character. But Janet, what you pick to play? I'm playing a lot of stuff. Finally, I'm finally playing games again. I'm playing Diablo <laughs> 4. Greg saw me and Isaiah's little plebe characters. He's like level 8 million. And we're like level 7. I just dropped <laughs> like, in, you know? beat the shit out of everything in their game. Like, all right, I got to go back. To, I got to back to work. <laughs> yeah. I got altars of yeah. Lilith to find. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're like, oh, look, it's Greg. And then we're like waving at him and stuff. It was a fun time. Um, I'm playing Viewfinder, but I don't want to talk about either of those. I want to talk about a game that I just started called Kingdom Hearts because I started that before the first one after yes hell yeah let's go i'm playing king technically i'm playing kingdom hearts 1.5 1.5 final cut final mix <laughs> whatever right the, the isaiah has that big like freakazoid digital collection with like everyone's life in there and he's like i'm like which one is the first one and it's like why is it 1.5 it doesn't matter i'm in it i've played um I think I've played about eight-ish hours, but I haven't, like, made a lot of progress for that. I've done the first, you know, realm spoilers for the game. I've done, um, you know, like, the opening area. Then I did Alice in Wonderland. And then I did um, the Hercules area. And then I did uh, the Tarzan area. And I do know that, like, you know, I, I don't want any spoilers for the game, even though the game's old as ass. But it's like, I know you go back to some of them later or whatever. So I'm not, I'm not done with it, but, like, I fought the bosses and I'm going in that order or whatever. And yeah, I'm playing that. And honestly, it is pretty solid. It ages, ages all right. It's <laughs> some, stuff, some stuff is like old, but then also some stuff that like I could tell. I'm like, I don't even think this was okay to do then. Like, and I know oh, everyone, what they're going to say, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 is the, and again, I, I did this dance with you with Uncharted. I don't know if I'm going to dance with y'all again, Janet. but like, I hear you. I hear your notes. I'm playing one. Yes. Do, do you like? Don't listen to what people online have to say to you about Kingdom Hearts because I've been through this where I picked up Kingdom Hearts two and was like, 
I don't know if this aged well. People got real mad at me. People got Ooh, real mad at me. Ooh, that's spicy. And so, like, I mean, but it's just, it's, it's an old game, right? Like, it's yeah. still fun for a lot of reasons. There's still a lot of cool things about it. But, like, if yes. you're struggling or, like, if you're reckoning with some of Kingdom Hearts 1's more, like, I guess, aged elements, don't go into Kingdom Hearts 2 thinking that it's going to be, like, all fixed. It's, just go in there. It's going to be, like, a 2023. Exactly. No, and no. I, I get that. I get that. But I don't know if I'm even going into 2. Like, I probably will for i don't know if i'll stream it you know it's like i don't want to spend too much time talking about the the intricacies of the content thing i'll just focus on the game for now that i am playing which is kingdom hearts yeah it's it's super solid like it's funny because people the things i don't like about it no one warned me about um mm. which is weird like i don't have a problem with everyone's like oh it's like the story doesn't make any sense it's gonna be crazy and maybe that stuff's gonna happen later but i'm like i don't get what the big deal is like i guess it's weird that there's like a disney character and there's also cloud kingdom hearts like, one makes a lot of if sense. you just think if you, yeah, if you just accept that, like, that's not a problem. And also, the game is so unintentionally funny all the time. Like, there's, like, I've been clipping so many memes out of this game. Like, just, like, the freaking opening thing at the beach where it's, like, there's Sora. And I forgot the name of, the like, the girl that's, like, you know, Kyrie? not his girlfriend. Yeah, Kyrie. And, like, there's that older guy who's, like, he's definitely an adult talking to children. I forgot his name. <laughs> Like he's like he's like eight uh, feet taller than everybody else. Like, um, no, no, no. The guy I forgot the name of him. Someone in the chat will tell me if they're if they live this game. But he was all like, "Oh, I'm gonna give her the pump for your fruit or whatever the fuck." And I'm like, "Damn, he's gonna beat me in this race and steal my bitches. This is crazy." Oh, like, I'm. Wait, are you it. talking about Riku? Riku. Yeah, Riku's not an adult. <laughs> he looks. He looks tall. so much older. He looks so much older I was than everybody about, else. I was like trying to think of an old man with a beard or something. No, 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 no. I don't know he is their age, but it's like okay, this guy like. In playing it, I'm like, I know these are supposed to be like all the same age or like around the same age, but I'm like, this is definitely like a 16 year old being the shit out of some 12 year olds, like like a hundred percent. That's fair. That's um, fair. But yeah, like it's it is a fun world. The aerial combat is surprisingly solid in its ability to snap very generously. Camera definitely has an old camera. You know, there's like little things here and there. The jump's not great, but it's like not a platformer inherently. So like you can get by. Like some stuff's a little petty, but like I deal with that shit all the time because I like platformers. So I'm like, oh, bad jumping. Like I don't mind. Serve it up. Like I'm fine. Um, yeah. There's stuff. I think the hardest things are just it's so easy to get lost. There's not a lot of uh, environmental telegraphing. There's a lot of just like. The classic, you get this later, even though you should have had it. Like, you have to equip a thing to see health bars. And I'm like, that's fucking dumb. Like, there's stuff like that. <laughs> also, fighting fucking, the last thing I'll say is, what's his name? Cerebus? Cerebus? The, the, oh, Cerberus. I was in that bitch fighting for, like, an hour. Like, this is a Souls game that children had to play with Disney characters. It is. Oh, let me tell you I about was, Cage, I too. Was sweating. I was sweating. I was Janet, sweating you, in this if, battle. No if, items. I'm not gonna... I was just. I don't want to promise this because I don't want this to turn into a Days Gone situation. But if you get to KH2, I never played all the way through KH2 because I just rage quit after a while because I just wasn't (laughs) like having a great time. Um, I after going to Disneyland a few weeks ago, I spent a lot of my time there listening to Face My Fears, which is the the theme of Kingdom Hearts 3 that Utada Hikaru, like the same person that's saying simple and clean, sings that too. Um, I've been in a Kingdom Hearts mood. I think just based on the Disney magic that I felt at Disneyland, I keep thinking, oh, what if I boot up Kingdom Hearts again? Like, you what should. if I go back? You totally should. And so, if you here's if, the thing: if you get to Kingdom Hearts two, let me know, and maybe no, no promises, but maybe I'll boot it up with you and play alongside. 
I don't want to promise that I'm getting there because that's a big promise. But the thing is, I probably will because that's like Isaiah's favorite game ever, I think, is Kingdom Hearts 2. And he's like, I really want to like see you play Kingdom Hearts 2. So I think even if for some reason I didn't stream it, which I feel like at that point, just stream it because like if you're already, you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. at least going to like do a fake in-house stream for him where it's like I'm playing. You can watch me like struggle with this game for a while and we can hang out. So I feel like I'd be surprised if I didn't. I f- I'd have to be really broken down from kingdom hearts one to not play it i know that comment's gonna be funny to people because they're like oh the game's gonna break it i've gone through so much shit in games that like nothing can really fully hurt me i've already broke like i reviewed nickelodeon kart racers baby what do you mean i was reviewing candleman for the ps4 and it was better than you think it might be like I'll, it's fine like i'll get through the game fine and i think i'll play it just for the culture of of that aspect whether or not i'll stream it that's kind of a different commitment level. We'll see what's up. But I, I would think I will in my lifetime in the near future play Kingdom Hearts 2. But that's my journey. I will be tuning back in from semi-week to semi-week telling you where I'm at. I saw Jafar, so I know there's an Aladdin world. I'm excited oh, yeah. for like Aladdin. So Sounds like such Greg, a join movie. me on this Every, dark not walk. A Why not? I don't like, Why I don't, not? I don't like Disney. So I, I don't like Disney and I don't really like... You don't have to like... It's not like, what do you think? I fucking saw Tarzan and I was like, this is my best friend in the world. Like, I don't <laughs> care about Tarzan like that. I was just like, let's... But dude, Muffer had like 19 AP. He was stacked. He came through with four potions. I took all those bitches for myself. Hell yeah. He left with one. I'm salty as fuck. I was like, let me go to the menus one last time because this man still got that potion on him. And I'm trying... I need every bit of help I can get. Because Goofy and Donald... These dudes cannot Dude, fight. Donald, ladies and gentlemen, this has been PS I Love You XOXO. <laughs> Each and every week we come together to talk about PlayStation for your PlayStation podcast. If you want to be a part of it, you can write in for free at kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. And then you can go that extra mile. Go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you, of course, could support us there. Become a subscriber. You can watch us record this show live as we record it. You, of course, can get this show ad-free. You can watch us record the other podcasts like... The MCU and review we're about to do for Secret Invasion. Uh, all on patreon.com slash kind of funny. All ad free. All live. Of course, if you don't get them live, they're up as MP3s. They're up as YouTube videos alongside 300 pieces of exclusive content and shows since October. So I'm not even counting the years and years and years and years and years and years of other exclusive kind of funny content that have gone up there. Uh, but it's all there. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. No bucks to toss our way. No big deal. Use the Epic Creator Code kind of funny when you're checking out in the Epic Game Store or playing Fortnite, Rock League, or etc. on your PlayStation. Then head over to YouTube.com slash kind of funny games for the new episodes and of course your podcast services around the globe as PS I love you XOXO. No matter where you get the show, thank you for supporting. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.